Welcome back to another episode of Insects for Dummies, where every Tuesday we take a look at something interesting in the tiny world of insects. Today, we have a really strange bug to discuss. Spittlebugs are indeed true bugs, and they belong to the superfamily Cercopoidea. A superfamily is essentially an umbrella for closely related families, and in this case, there are three families of spittlebugs. These bugs overwinter as an egg, and then hatch in spring, which is why the foamy nests they make are also sometimes referred to as cuckoo spit. It's really got nothing at all to do with cuckoo birds, but more as a reference to the season, because the calls of a cuckoo are synonymous with the call of spring. Other names for the foam include frog spit and snake spit, but to be honest, I've never heard any of those names. For me, they were always called a spittle nest, which is exactly what it is. The foamy spittle is there only to protect the bug as a nymph by deterring parasitic wasps and keeping their immediate environment humid. Now, spittle bugs don't hermit in this spittle nest forever. With each molt, they move to a different location and make a whole new nest until their adulthood. The adult spittlebugs don't hide under bubbles, and they look like a stouter leafhopper, and sometimes even like a frog. Another name for this bug is actually froghopper, and as you'd expect, they're able to jump pretty well, with some of them able to jump 100 times their length, making them the record holder for the highest jumping insect. In terms of inches, these guys can make it over two feet in the air from a standing position, which is honestly pretty incredible. Before we go any further into what the adults are capable of, I want to make the clarification that spittlebug nests are not made from spit at all. They're actually made from a secretion from their abdomen. As the nymphs feed, they excrete excess plant xylem, which is mixed with a substance that increases viscosity, making this excess liquid more sticky and thick. Now this allows for the creation of bubbles, I'm sure some of you have accidentally made bubbles while washing your hands, or even while squeezing a bottle of detergent or soap. This is basically how spittle bugs are making their nests. You know what? I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. These bugs literally make nests out of pee and farts. Wow, that's great. It's much worse than what we are all led to believe based on the name. And you know what else? They breathe through their butt too doesn't make any of what I said any better, but it's very clear that these bugs operate in a very different way from many others. And perhaps because of this, the abdomens are relatively clean. You know what? I think they have to be because these bugs stay under these nests for such a long time. And the nests themselves are not toxic to humans, animals, or plants. I will not, however, tell you that there is no threat to plants because the truth is, that these bugs can harbor a very dangerous bacterium known as Xylella fastidiosa. Bacterium is just the singular word for bacteria. Anyway, this bacteria can cause a deadly disease in over 560 plant species. The disease constricts the flow of xylem, which is basically the lifeblood of a plant. Now, I'm gonna say it's the lifeblood because xylem transports water and minerals from the roots up into the leaves. And this is what the spittle bugs happen to feed from. It's not very nutritious, which is why these bugs have to take in a lot of it. I'm talking up to 280 times their weight within 24 hours, 
which is of course how they can constantly be making their spittle nests as a nymph. If you're wondering how the bacteria affects the plant, it essentially clogs the xylem channels, making it difficult for the plant to utilize any of the water and minerals it receives. This is especially problematic in Europe, where it's recently been claiming fame for major losses in olive trees. The primary carrier for this disease in Europe happens to be a widespread European spittle bug, known as the meadow spittle bug. But in America, it's actually a leafhopper known as a sharpshooter. Now, I'm not saying to kill all the spittle bugs as if they're the new rats to a plant plague, but what I am saying is that they happen to be a carrier. And Europe's situation is a bit out of the norm because the disease itself was actually introduced from the Americas, and it just so happens that a very common spittle bug in Europe feeds on the plants this disease was introduced with. Before we end today's episode, I want to talk a little bit more about the adult spittle bugs. As mentioned earlier, these do not produce nests, and as a result, fall prey to a variety of common insect predators, such as birds, spiders, assassin bugs, and wasps. All adult spittle bugs have wings, but they don't all use them for flight. As we mentioned before, they are extraordinary jumpers and mostly rely on this skill to move from plant to plant. Sometimes the wings are used as a guise or for camouflage, but New World spittle bugs from the family Cercopidae have another form of defense. If the adult spittle bug gets agitated, it will actually bleed from its feet. This is called reflex bleeding and it stops predators in their tracks. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Insects for Dummies. If you're enjoying the podcast, please make sure to rate it and leave a review. It really helps the show a lot. Or you can tell a friend or someone you know that you think might enjoy this podcast. If you want to check out the Instagram page, you can do so at insects number four dummies. And if you'd like to send a listener email, you can send that to insectsfordummies at gmail.com. I'll see you next week.